Welcome to Mingling with Mandy. I'm your host Mandy and this is episode 11. Today I have Shindy with me. Hello. <laughs> Hi Shindy, how are you? Hi Mandy. I'm good, good. Um, how are you? Good, thanks. Thanks for being on the podcast. <laughs> no, you're welcome. I think, I don't know, it's just pretty honoured to go on to your podcast. I feel like it's like pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's just pretty cool because like sometimes you hear people have like podcasts mm. and then um oh I think the one person is like you know Ryan Heger. Oh yeah, YouTube? Tina yeah, talked he about had a that. Podcast. Oh, <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> Actually, uh, well, I have Shindy here today to talk about uh, many topics, but we thought we'd just go with the flow. And I guess the first thing we could talk about is podcasts and if you listen to any of them. And do you still listen to Ryan Heger's podcast? Uh, no, I think he's not active anymore, is mm, he? True, yeah. yeah. I only listen to his podcasts like when he first started it. Mm, same same yeah and um i just because his, his podcasts are quite long like over an mm. hour i think so i don't have that much spare time to yeah you know listen to his whole thing but i just think it's pretty cool to get to know his friends and mm. his circle of friends yeah mm. um through his podcast yeah so i guess that's what i thought like wow mandy you're doing your podcast <laughs> <laughs> my, my thinking was sort of similar so like it would be good for my friends to get to know my other friends and also just to document these conversations, I guess. Mm. <laughs> uh, Would you but... say Ryan inspired you to? Or... Uh, well, I never I did... actually asked you what inspired you to do the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I did listen to his when he first started. And I also, I told Tina in her episode as well that I listened to Asian Boss Girl. Uh, so they're also a podcast that I listened to that sort of oh. inspired me. Um, mm-hmm. But pretty much I just wanted to try something new and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought podcasts would be easy enough. I didn't really want to learn something hard like sewing or like, <laughs> I don't know, that'd be too intense for me. So yeah, I thought I'd give podcasts a try. So here uh-huh. I am. Yeah. Cool. Well, but thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. So in my previous episode with Tina, uh, who's your sister, uh, we know how we met. So that was at mm-hmm. Kawa Island. And so yep. Shindy and I were the same age. And it was her birthday recently, so happy birthday! Yay! Thank you. <laughs> so now we're officially the same age. Same age, yes. Are we gonna reveal our age? Oh, 27? yeah, they, they know. We t- I'm 27. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were just talking we're about old, yeah, close to 30. No. <laughs> no, but we're still young, young at heart. You know, still 18. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll stick with 21. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> I don't know, 18. Would you prefer to be 18 or prefer to be 21? Actually, you're right. I think I would prefer to be 21. To be 21, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Age is just a number. Exactly. What it counts is like in your heart. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we met when we were in high school. And I actually talked about this with Tina, but we don't really remember the year. Do you remember the year that we met? I don't remember the year as mm. well. All I remember is we went to Kawao. Yeah, and like we didn't really know each other. Mm-mm. Like, I, like the only impression I had, my first impression of you, <laughs> uh, was like I saw you and Tina, your sister, mm. um, waiting by the wharf mm-hmm. area, waiting for the ferry. Mm. 
and then I thought you guys were twins. <laughs> I feel like that's what <laughs> everyone thinks. And luckily, I think maybe as we got older, maybe we don't look as alike, or maybe we just don't meet a lot of new people these days. But we definitely don't get mistaken as twins anymore. But definitely mm. when we were younger, we were mistaken to be twins. Or even I was older than Tina. But oh, really? not so much anymore. Yeah, I was always the older sister, just because I'm a little bit taller than her. Only a little bit. <laughs> High advantage. Exactly. But nah, like, I honestly thought you guys were twins. Mm. But I don't think we got to really know each other at Kawal. Yeah, I was just thinking when we really bonded. I don't think uh... it was at Kawal, but our, our families are very close. And so we used to always catch up. In high school, it was probably only like once a year once yeah <laughs> with the family dinners yeah and then as we got older and we started working and we had university it was definitely more often because mm-hmm. we would see each other more and with work like yeah. you have more freedom like I started driving a lot mm, more exactly and yeah we could just do our own thing yeah because Shindy and so, I we we try to catch up I would say once a month, maybe once every two months we try to. And initially it was just Shindy and I. And then sometimes the Tinas would come along. And most recently I was like, Shindy, let's just hang out, you and I. <laughs> the Tinas oh. just always want to tag along. <laughs> yes, I remember, like, um, I think because we went on Taiwan tour together as well. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think our friendship, like, just, you know, bonded more and more, I guess, yeah. from that as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then we got into work, and then we both are kind of not. I don't know. I wouldn't say if it's similar, but like we're going through kind of similar motions <laughs> at work. If you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely agree, and I think that's just part of being an adult and having a job. To be honest, I feel like <laughs> most people go through similar things that we go through, and it probably helps that we're like the same age and. I mean, I definitely started the workforce earlier because you were still studying, but we're definitely at similar stages in our careers, I guess, because we're not too sure what we want to do next. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we'll get to that part because I wanted to talk more about how we met or more specifically high school because it seems like a really long time for us. And actually, it's our 10-year anniversary next year. Does your school do anything? Like, do you all hang out at your 10-year anniversary? Reunion. Oh my gosh, I did not even know it's ten. It's been ten years. <laughs> I but know. Are you sure it's been ten? Oh yeah, two thousand eleven is when we mm. finished high school. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be honest, I actually do not know if our high school is doing anything. Yeah. I don't know if it's a thing. Mm. I was talking to my friend Hugo, and our uh-huh. school. I think our school definitely has one. I don't know oh. if we will go though, but he did say he if he goes, uh, I should go. And I was like, okay, I mean, might as well. And I actually am still like Facebook friends with a lot of them still. So mm-hmm. I kind of already know what's happening with their lives, but there's definitely other people oh. that I might be curious about. But I think it will be really weird because obviously when you're in high school, you're you're still young, right? And you'll probably do uh-huh. like really silly things. And now you're going to be meeting them when they're like adults. And it's just, <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> like your memory of them is like, mm. it remains in high school. And mm. then you're like, wow, they're like actually an adult. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doing adult things. Mm. Nah, but I think I haven't heard anything from my high school, those kind of things. But I think uh personally because like I do still catch up with my like closer high school friends Mm. 
oh, back in like I think two years ago, we tried to like hang out once a month kind of thing as well. Um, but as you know, work gets in the way, and then、mm. COVID happened as well, so it's been like less frequent.、Mm. But I still see like my high school friends like every now and then. Yeah, and I would say those are the people that I want to see from high school. So、mm, exactly, like for me, there's not a lot of point. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um. To go to like let's say the anniversary kind of、mm. thing because I honestly don't remember a lot of people.、Mm. And you went to a school where there was a a lot of people in your year. Oh yeah, like yeah. how many? There's just so many. Ah,、oh, I think when we started in year nine, um, I actually can't remember. Was it? I I think it was either seven hundred, eight hundred, or nine hundred students. Oh, that's that a lot. Began, yeah, with and then um. Yeah, gradually, obviously, people will quit school or drop、mm. out, but it's still quite a lot per year. So I don't know everyone, if you get what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Because I think for my year, there was probably two hundred, maybe three hundred. I don't、wow. think it was as much as you. So it, I definitely remember everyone, and、uh-huh. I think there was one or two. Like I remember looking at the yearbook, and I was like, "Who is this person? I've never seen them before." <laughs> and it's usually one of those like、um, scholarship. Kids and they would spend all their time like playing rugby or like tennis, and so I would never have any classes with them. I think、mm, okay. um, so. I was always really confused. <laughs> But two hundred, yeah,、wow. okay, definitely. That's, that's a very big difference. I think two hundred. I'm probably underestimating. But I don't feel like it was as many as yours for sure.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. No.、Nah. But talking about high school, I actually don't remember a lot about high school. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really either, but I, I can say that I didn't particularly enjoy high school. I feel like oh, nice that. Um,、uh, so I went to a private school, uh, which、mm-hmm. I think most people would know, and I feel like the kids that went there were just very spoiled, and I think I. Like, cause you know, growing up、um, in an Asian family, you you learn to be like polite and really appreciate what you have. And I felt like seeing these kids like during their study periods, like just goofing off and not studying, or like just not really caring about their studies, really、mm-hmm. was just like a bad look on them. And I always just thought, wow, like they're so they're such bad kids. And then, <laughs> and I remember like even speaking up one time, and then one of the kids was like, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna take get all my parents' money anyway. And so I just felt、oh, like、yeah. the kids were just really spoiled, and I really didn't like that. Like I feel like my experience could have been the same if, if I went to a public school. So in my head, I just thought like it was kind of a waste of money in my head. And so it wasn't the best experience for me. And I I do know like at the time you obviously feel like high school is your world, right? Like it's、yeah. everything, <laughs> and you and you don't realize until you're an adult that it really doesn't matter. <laughs> like even when you like apply for jobs now, they're not looking at high school at、yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. And you can take it off your CV, Mandy. <laughs> oh yeah, probably probably about time now. <laughs> Um. So yeah, I feel like it wasn't it wasn't a okay experience, but I wouldn't say that it was great. But I wouldn't say it was the、Rest. worst. Yeah.、Mm. And then you still you still meet like cool people、mm. and probably like friends like that you cherish like even up till today. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.、Mm. Yeah. But it- whereas for me, um, high school experience, I think. Maybe the opposite of you. Like, I think I enjoyed high school quite a lot,、mm. um, despite being like a, and like you know one of, it's like I think it's the largest secondary、mm-hmm. school、mm. 
mm-hmm. in the southern hemisphere, whatever. Yep. It's big. <laughs> um, it is really big. But I think I really, I, I enjoyed it because, like, the people were um, nice. The teachers were great. I think I grow a lot mm. um, over the five years at um, high school as well. Mm. Um, I think one, I guess, not reg- I wouldn't say regret, but I think that I wish could have, like, improved was probably, like, um, because I went to a high school that's not within my um, school zone, right? Mm-hmm. So I live out west mm-hmm. and my high school is out on the shore. Um, so, like, traveling was quite a big thing back back then as well, mm, 10 years true. ago. Our yeah. traffic was not as great. Motorways were not as well established, those kind of things. Mm. Um, so doing extracurriculum was kind of hard mm. on, like, me and my family, if you get what I mean. Mm. And because my family, there's, like, four of us, it's harder for my parents to juggle us as well. Um, so I couldn't, like, do a lot outside of school. Yeah. Because in the end, it will just all be on the shore. Yeah. And then, like, transport is a major issue back then as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's like, you know, Wish like oh if I actually lived out on shore it would have been easier kind of thing, mm. but in the end everything all you know will work out in, in the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. And then like when did you know that you wanted to be a nurse? So for people that don't know Shindy, she is a nurse. <laughs> I probably should have explained that in the beginning. I should be like, this is Shindy and she's a nurse. Um, <laughs> but when did you know? Because I remember knowing you in high school and we didn't really talk about what we wanted to do in university. And I remember mm-hmm. first year, I think that's when you decided to be a nurse or you were you were going towards that direction. And I, I was initially shocked because I didn't think that was something that you would have wanted to do. I thought maybe you would have wanted to do – well, now it's really hard for me to say because I know you as a nurse. <laughs> I was going to be like, uh, I can see you in a medical field, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, when did you know? So, funny thing is I didn't really have any aspirations mm. as a kid, like saying, oh, when I grow up, I want to be a blah, 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 whatever, mm. you can fill in a gap. Um, and um, being in an Asian household, like – um you would study like all the asian kind of top what do you call it subjects options mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah so towards the end of high school um i don't know if people know what the asian five is <laughs> you can explain <laughs> which is um the three sciences so that's chemistry bio and physics um and i think it's the two maths so stats and calculus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. however i didn't do uh, calc out of the five, I I did English instead. <gasps> I did the same. Wait, oh I did, really? I didn't know this. <laughs> really? I did the same. Yeah, I was also going to do the Asian five, so three sciences and two math, and, and yeah. then I decided not to do calculus and I did English instead. <laughs> oh, wow! I can't believe we only found I, this I just, out now. I just always knew that I wasn't gonna do calc. If you get what I mean. Oh yeah, I I I think I only decided in year twelve. Or like at the end, I was like, mm, I don't, I just knew that I wasn't going to go towards like engineering or that sort of field. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to do calculus. And I felt like mm-hmm. English was better for like university in general. Anyway. So yeah. For those essay writing. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually no. did really enjoy English. So yeah, I'm glad I did. But um, yeah, I think I really enjoyed science mm-hmm. back then. So mm-hmm. that's probably my reason why like I stuck with the three sciences Mm. um yeah and then I just didn't like 
I don't think calc would help me in the future because mm. I think I had a general idea that I wanted to do something like in the science field mm -hmm. or like maybe in the medical like medical health science mm -hmm. yeah um and my dad <laughs> the typical Asian parent kind of thing like was pushing me really hard to do like training for med mm. yeah. um yeah so but for me like if the more someone pushes me to do something the more I kind of become resistant to it oh really um, so, okay yeah yeah so I never actually I never considered uh, med as a career mm. as my career future career yeah um goal and um yeah I didn't actually know what to do until like my mum was um had to go to hospital for like a minor procedure oh yeah and then um actually I, th I think it's like around this time of the year back in year 13 oh. because I still remember it was around mid-autumn festival oh okay yep yeah because we bought like um the mooncake yeah to her at <laughs> yeah but that was my first interaction with like a healthcare like a nurse mm -mm -mm. yeah um yeah and then I just chatted with the nurse and then you know something just inside of inside within me just like sparked like oh my gosh why did I never consider like nursing as a potential career um yeah that I could do so I like um did my own little research and then I just stuck with nursing like ever since that kind of like initial um interaction and wow. yeah and then when I got into nursing um first year of nursing because I did a conjoint degree right mm -mm. kind of did it more for my dad again <laughs> But you're like I, compromise I thought, yeah compromising <laughs> but um I got to choose what I wanted to do in my other degree anyways yeah. um but for nursing like uh towards the end of the first year um we get to go on to a placement mm. at the hospital mm. and um so that's when you're actually out there doing the physical kind of things observing and get to do a little bit of what nurses do mm -hmm. um out on the wards and then like after the placement I was just like mate like the theory no problem but like after the placement I was like dude this is like it resonated with me I was like I really Aww. wanted to do this yeah mm. like I could see myself do what the nurses were doing mm. which now you know that kind of fe feeling like you belong yeah wow yeah, so I was like, yeah that's how I got into nursing and then I just persevered through the years <laughs> and now I've been working as a nurse for more than four and a half years. Wow. Yeah. Time flies. It really does. Yeah. Mm. Man, getting old. <laughs> <laughs> so for me in high school, well, it was more like in primary, actually, I wanted to be a vet. And I, I changed around quite a bit. And also in year 13, I actually was thinking about doing something medical. And that's why I did UMAT. Uh, but I wasn't really too set on it or anything so when we f finished year 13 I just decided to do um, vet science or veterinarian science in Massey and at the time I think we were like oh do you want to go down to Palmerston North or do you want to stay up here and then commute to Albany and I think we just thought it was just easier for me to move down there and so I did oh, that an option to yeah 
you could do it for the first semester and then once you get in you have to move down to Palmerston uh, North. Yeah. And so I just decided to go down there and it was a really great experience because I got to, you know, live in the halls and I got to uh like live on my own and like meet lots of people. It was a really and I was in one of the halls, so you could meet people really easily. And then I didn't get in in the first semester. Uh, it was pretty competitive, though. There were a lot of people and only 75 people get in. And so oh. after that, I decided just to stay until the end of the year. So I just did a psychology math major, <laughs> or so I thought. <laughs> and then um, when that year f- finished, I decided to come back because I just felt like there was no point in me staying there if I wasn't going to do vet science. And it was really weird because I didn't know what to do after that because I was like, well, I've wanted to be a vet for as long as I could remember. And I don't really see myself doing anything else. And I feel like I kind of just fell into psychology. And then when I came out to Auckland Uni and then I did uh, advanced maths paper, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so hard. So I decided (laughs) to convert to statistics. Uh, And then I kind of just kept going with it. And... I don't know. I sometimes feel like I wish I took like a gap year or something to really find myself to figure out what I really wanted to do. Maybe like go visit some like people working in the profession and actually realize what I want to do. Because right now I'm not using my <laughs> degree at all. Uh, so like in a way I kind of wish I did that. But I mean, uh-huh. you know, what's done is done, I guess. <laughs> uh, and I, it's not like I didn't enjoy it or anything. Like psychology was definitely very challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very thankful I did English. It really helped with my <laughs> essay writing for psychology. <laughs> and statistics was really helpful when you have friends because you can work together on um, assignments. Definitely. Yeah. So I guess that was what happened. I mean, I've, I, I did go through a time where I wanted to be a teacher, like a primary school oh, yeah. teacher. Uh, it's never too late. It is never too late. So maybe later on in life. But I, I'm pretty happy where I am right now, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> so you think you won't, like, go back and use your psych degree to help – or, like, go in, go going back into your psych, psych degree mm, kind of thing? I don't know. I don't think so. But you never know. Like, it's never too late to start something new, right? That so. is true. Yeah, we'll see how things go. But do you think you could see yourself doing something else? Uh, to be honest, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, because um, like with what I shared before, how I did a conjoint degree. Mm. So I had to, I did two degrees at the same time, like nursing with um, Bachelor of Science, mm-hmm. and I did chemistry, mm-hmm. majoring in chemistry and stats. Um, although I said I did it more for my dad, because he's like, oh, you know, just do like, additional year and then you can get another degree i was like yeah to be honest that makes sense mm. um but all I got of to you kids did that yeah all of my siblings we all did a conjoint with something with yeah. science <laughs> <laughs> yeah from the beginning like i knew i was going to pursue nursing as my career mm. like i never intended to use my other degree as like a plan b if yeah. you get what i mean yeah um yeah. and even up until now i still like am passionate um within my nursing mm. um career like mm. maybe one if i if i ever do lose passion then maybe i might consider but at the moment not yet yeah <laughs> i hope that passion never dies as yes. well no yeah. i i like i said i cannot imagine you doing anything else now that you are doing <laughs> nursing like it's oh, just so ask? you mm. sorry can i ask <laughs> you said that you were shocked 
to hear that I was going to do nursing. Was that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, it was like n- neither. Like it was more just like, oh. But then like once I thought about it, it made sense. Like I was just like, oh, yeah, I could see her being a nurse. Like I guess I guess I was similar to you. Like I never – like you never think about it until like, you get put in that p- situation where you meet someone in that profession, I guess. And I guess at the time I just didn't know anyone that were nurses. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. So, yeah. Yeah, in a way. So blessed to have that um, that encounter. Mm, that's true. I mean, not cool for my mom, but like yeah. if it wasn't for her, like I wouldn't have yeah. considered nursing as my yeah career. Exactly. Mm. And so now at work, how are things going? Because you don't directly work uh, with like COVID with everything that's happening right now, but I'm assuming no. it would affect your job in some way. Um, cause where I work, I work in an ICU. So, um, only if patients with COVID, um, gets really, really, really sick, mm. um, then they will come to us. Mm. And thankfully, um, we've only been admitting like suspected cases. Mm-mm. Like we have never, ever, um, admitted confirmed cases. Mm. So, I mean, New Zealand's been really, really lucky with COVID to be honest yeah yeah but um because like you know how when COVID happened like mm. we had two big lockdowns yeah and for me it didn't really affect me too much because I still have to go into work as mm-hmm. an essential worker mm-hmm. um I still have to interact with people and socialize with people at work mm. so I didn't feel like um I'm missing out on the social aspect kind of things yeah um the only difference is like you can't go out and um, enjoy food or hang out or have some a different um, alternative um, entertainment if mm. you know I me. Mean. Mm-hmm. yeah but at work it has affected me because <laughs> um, with my other part-time job because I work as a nurse on the floor um, and I also work as a clinical coach um, which is pretty much coaching nurses in the education kind of sense. So I have very limited or little contact with patients when I'm in that role. Mm -hmm. And because COVID is such a new thing, like we are very inexperienced with like, how do we deal with, you know, looking after COVID patients, Mm -hmm. um, the procedures behind quite a few things that can happen with Mm -hmm. these patients as well. Mm -hmm. Let's say like, if a patient arrests, like what do we do? Because we can't treat them like our normal patients as well. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of things that we have to start from scratch, like policies, guidelines, education on PPE for the nurses. Mm. We also have to look more like beyond our unit. Like, so what if we have a surge of COVID patients and we don't have enough nurses to look after these mm. patients because of a lot of different reasons? And then um, we, so that means we have to get other nurses from different departments to come and support us. Mm. Um, True. Yeah. So during that time, we had to like orientate like ward nurses they have no ICU background yeah um to our unit and it was just crazy with like all these education that's happening and we still have to do our own education because we hired a lot of nurses at that time as well Mm. because of the potential surge in COVID patients yeah and then it's just really stressful and they're running simulations as well that Mm. like each simulation was like two hours or more than that as well yeah um yeah so like it's been really stressful, but definitely because like I only just started this new role like end of last year in December. Mm. 
and then you know COVID kind of happened around February yeah March so like you know as a new like a new like it's like oh my gosh what am I doing at this age and like can you believe it that I'm in like healthcare mm. and then this pandemic happens and I'm also in the education department yeah like, now looking back it's like really it's a great learning experience but like I really don't want to go through it again mm. and then boom second <laughs> wave of COVID happened oh no yeah. so it's like you know we have those things in place already but the the um, thoughts of going through the same motion again mm. the same kind of stress that you have to go through it was kind of like pretty depressing yeah yeah and I don't know if like the public knows like how much preparation or how much like Mm -mm. stress that we have to go through yeah um as healthcare professionals Mm. yeah I guess but they don't see this (laughs) yeah because I guess for me and my role we when COVID happened as well, we had to prepare our branch staff for essential mm-hmm. services. So in case um, customers would go in for banking and we had to also like send out comms for like PPE and like get educating them on like the new process and stuff. And it was really stressful for our frontline staff. Definitely. Uh, so like we all say, like very thankful for your, the essential workers that have been working during this time, because without you guys, like, everything would be a disaster. So thank you, Shindy, and all the essential workers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, no. Thank you guys too. Because, like, it's it's interesting because, like, on the news, they call us, like, the frontline defense. Mm. Mm. But for me, I actually don't see ourselves as the frontline defense. We are actually the last defense. Mm. I think our frontline defense is actually the citizens. Mm. Because without, like, I felt like, you know, us cooperating with the lockdown, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. keeping like our distance, those kind of things, Mm. the virus won't be able to spread, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So when, if they do end up in our ICU, I think that's, you know, that's the last line of the fence. That's true, actually. Yeah. Mm. But still, yeah. Very thankful. And did you. Do you, did you ever see yourself being like a coach? Like, would you say that you're quite a patient person or you're very good at teaching other people? Yeah, so <laughs> uh, the answer is no. To that. <laughs> um, because um, when I first started off nursing, um, I think it's the same with everyone. Like, you know, you're very new in the job, mm-hmm. a new grad, and you're just like very focused on learning and consolidating mm-hmm. what you've learned in uni. Mm-hmm. and applying it in the workforce mm. and um I don't know if it's the same for you like you probably will orientate new grads or like new people mm-hmm. yep um yeah so for in nursing it's like a constant it's like a constant thing like mm. you will perceive like a lot of either new grads or new staff mm. um and that's when I develop my passion for like education mm. yeah and um because I've being like constantly studying as well mm. um since um I graduated from uni so at, in my new grad year and like I just kept studying as well um trying to learn more in ICU as well mm. so like that part of me and like in the theoretical sense as well as being at work in the practical sense perceptoring new stuff like it just kind of made sense like mm. that I really enjoyed the education side of things mm-hmm. yeah and so um, when the opportunity came up, um, 
a lot of people also like nudged me. They're like, "Oh, Shindy, you should consider." <laughs> uh, like, no, giving me encouraging words, and then I was like, "Oh, like, it's not just me that thinks so. Like, um, I also have voices around me that, you know, the, you know, giving me, pushing me a little, mm. um, to try it out. So, yeah." I think, yeah, because out of, like, there's a lot of um, different, I guess, specialization that you can go into as nurses, mm. um, management, research, nurse specialist, those kind of things. Mm. And education has just always stood out for me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, and here I am. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, Shindi, uh, apart from her birthday, she also graduated. Uh, as well so congratulations wow it's a very Thank very you. busy month for you and you're also yeah. on leave so you can enjoy it and exactly. just relax <laughs> I did not want to work on my birthday again <laughs> no uh, you shouldn't have to work on your birthday they should just give you leave on your birthday regardless <laughs> I know right it should be a thing it should be like a legal requirement yeah <laughs> and so during this time off that you have do you have anything cool that you're planning to do or just going to relax yeah so bit of both actually like so I had my birthday celebrations Mm -hmm. been actually celebrating the whole week last week (laughs) (laughs) eating lots Um, of cake yeah yeah a lot of sweets Mm -hmm. Um, playing a bit of badminton here and there and actually gonna go on another hike um with my brother um down at Taranaki yeah from Thursday to Saturday so yeah just doing things that I love um and just relaxing as well Mm. and is it your first time going down there yeah it'll be Mm. both our first time Mm. you can tell me if it's worth visiting because so I do want to get into hiking a bit more I like I was telling Shindi that I don't particularly like running on a treadmill or walking on a treadmill because there's no like end goal so I do like walking quite a bit um and you know if I see the end goal I'm like yeah I'm gonna make it and it feels really great when you get to the end uh so I do want to try and get into it and now that it's summertime and it gets darker later now definitely a great chance to and so I know Mount Taranaki is way way too hard for me oh yeah Maybe I think one it's day. a really hard walk yeah because how long does it take? Um, we're not actually going to do the summit mm. because um, it's still not summer yet. And ah. I think there's still snow um, oh, okay. at the peak. Mm. Yes. And we don't have proper gear. So I was like, yeah, we're not going to do the summit. <laughs> um, we'll have to go back during summertime. Mm. Um, so we, I think our plan is we are going to do, there's like a lot of walks around the mountain Mm-mm. like or on the mountain, but not going up in altitude mm-hmm. um yeah because it's a huge ass mountain so there's like circuits or loop walks that we will oh, do nice yeah so i think one of the days oh i think it will take around seven hours wow yeah mm. yeah it's gonna be like full-on day mm. just literally just hiking yeah so i hope the scenery will be yeah good. take lots of pictures <laughs> and tell me all about it <laughs> definitely but on the on the note of you wanting to do more hikes mm. I can definitely give you some recommendations Yay. <laughs> and take you on some as well. I was like, Shindy, start me off with like the easy hikes and then we'll go from there. See how I go. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. And I think the key is just being consistent as well. Like mm. if 
if you have if hiking if you haven't done hiking mm. like that's what I tell like my friends or colleagues who go like oh Shindy I know you like hikes like can you recommend blah 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 mm. and I always tell them like um to start off with you just have to be consistent yeah like maybe once a week um do like a half an hour to an hour walk it doesn't have to be hard yeah but at least you're consistent with being active mm-hmm. um and slowly you can build up your fitness um trying on harder walks yeah definitely um, or walks with like more elevations those kind of things mm. it's so funny because i did literally just had a similar conversation with a friend yesterday <laughs> you, you feel like you're like repeating yourself <laughs> oh no they're like oh my gosh and you, you're like a fitness coach <laughs> And yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> not really. I'm not a pro. I just, I just love it when people like express their interest to wanting to be more like, you know, active or like mm. wanting to do more hikes. Because mm. I'm like, yes, another one wants to <laughs> <laughs> go together. So we're out of time, Shindy. But was there oh. anything else that you wanted to say? <laughs> That was fast. <laughs> it um, did fly by. Mm. Yeah, it did. But no, I think that was a good chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we covered covered lots of like interesting topics. So I think it was good. I'm nodding Hopefully. my head. <laughs> uh, me too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I was like in a thinking pose and nodding. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully your listeners will enjoy. Mm. I hope I didn't repeat like information that Tina has repeated. No, no, you're good. Thank you, Shindy, for being on the podcast. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>